1: In our program each week, we provide the tools, ideas, and encouragement to help you move ahead on your journey, becoming a more powerful and impactful woman in your own life. Now here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider.
2: Welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be focused on how to thrive throughout your life, so not just this month. Not just 2014, but throughout your life. And actually, my ideal goal is to help you affect generations to come. So we've got two great guests today. We have Michael Ann Conley, who's an expert in helping your habits actually serve you versus feeling like they have a hold on you. And we also have joining us today, Cynthia Stott, who is a success mindset mindset expert and powerful money lady. (laughs) So I welcome both of you to the show. Hi, Rebecca. That was Michael Ann. Mm -hmm. Hi, Rebecca. Great to be here. Great. Glad to have both of you on today. And we really want this show to be interactive because we created it to serve you. So I'm going to encourage you to email us, to interact with us. Every day or every show, I will make sure to address some of the questions that we got in between shows. If you want to email us during the show, if you go to the page that the show link was on, the Voice America page, halfway down below the banner, you're going to see... Like us or follow us on Facebook, which we love, LinkedIn, Twitter, and then you'll see a little gray box you can click that says send a message to the host. So that's a great way to communicate with us throughout the show. Also, you can call in at 888-346-9141. Again, that's 888 346 9141. And I'm giving you that right up front because I want you to connect with us throughout the show if your schedule allows. Also, if you happen to be listening to the replay, feel free to send me a message in between and I'll make sure to address it either personally or we'll do it on our show the next week. So we really want this show to support you, be of service to you, and equip you to really shine in your life. One of the questions I got last week was, how do I access these free gifts you keep talking about? (laughs) So I wanted to let you know how to do that. If you look again at the host page where you're listening to our show or listening to the replay, on the right-hand side you'll see a column with an orange-yellow print that has a bunch of links. And the first link is free show gifts. So that's how you can access the free gifts we're going to be talking about today. And we've talked about on past shows. So we encourage you to do that. The other question I got are, what are those banner square picture things on the top of your show that kind of flash and move around? And I see a couple in the middle. What what are those? (laughs) Those are actually programs and opportunities that if you click on them, they will lead you to opportunities to help you either increase your impact, maybe you're looking for more speaking opportunities, maybe you're looking for more gifts to support you on your journey. They cover different subject matters to really equip you, empower you and help you shine. And then if you look in the middle, there's a gray banner that says whatsforwork.com. And that's actually from one of our sponsors. And I just want to take a moment to, to thank our sponsors because these are people that not only are supportive of empowering women and transforming lives and really see that as valuable and important, but they are willing to put their company name, brand, and resources behind that message to make programs like this available to you. So, I really encourage you to get to know them. Click on that banner. I want to do a public shout out and thank you to Terry Hockett with whatsforwork.com, who is one of our biggest sponsors right now. Her organization helps women transition back into the workforce, provides a lot of wonderful free resources and free membership to help equip and empower women to step into the workforce powerfully fully utilizing their employed-by-life skills. So I really encourage you to check that out. Thank you to Terry for your support. And those are the two big questions I got from our last call. Going back to our subject matter of the day, which is really thriving throughout your life, it really brought to mind a story ...that I wanted to share with you today. It's a little bit different format than our our past shows... ...but it was just really laid on my heart to share this with you. So, listeners, I, I hope that that's okay. And the story is of one of my grandmothers who lived up in Washington. We had become disconnected in life and reconnected. And because of that, reconnecting in later years... ...we got to know each other as women... And friends and mentors, not just kind of granddaughter, grandmother roles. And that provided a real richness to our relationship and our life. But she's somebody that to me embodied thriving throughout her life and affecting generations to come. She didn't have a thousand Facebook friends. She wasn't on Facebook at all. Sometimes we think if we don't have a huge list or we don't have a huge circle of influence that we don't make a difference. And what I hope you learn from her story is that just being fully who you are, loving and living and sharing your gifts heart by heart, life by life does make a huge difference. And you never know where that ripple effect will go. So as I got to know my grandmother as a woman, we shared our highs and our lows in life. We got so close that we could feel each other. You know, when it was time to reconnect, just energetically, we knew and we would connect. I might call her and share with her, Grandma, I met this amazing guy or I bought my first home or car or whatever it may be, those highs that we have in life. And I'd share with her and we'd celebrate together. And she'd always say, Rebecca, that's wonderful. However, remember to give yourself time to process it on a cellular level. Really be your best friend. Allow your body to adjust to this change. I'd go, yeah, yeah, grandma, cool, got to (laughs) go. And then I might call her in one of those lows when my sister-in-law passed away and I was in that fog and just didn't even know um, what to do. I hadn't experienced a loss like that and was just trying to breathe and make sure I showed up where I thought I was supposed to be. (laughs) That was all I could do. And I called her just devastated, not knowing what to do and frustrated with myself because I should be able to just push through and function normally. What's my problem? (laughs) And my grandmother, you could feel the hug reaching across the miles, said, Rebecca, I'm so sorry for your loss. But I want you to remember to extend yourself grace. Treat yourself like your best friend. You wouldn't tell a best friend to just get over it, move on. You'd really hold that space and let them process in whatever manner they needed to process. And somehow I could hear her a little bit better even through that fog when I was in the lows in life. But she wanted to make sure her granddaughter got the message and was really willing to become her own best friend. So she started to end the calls like this. Rebecca, you know, my health is very fragile. And it is. And it was. I could go at any moment or I could live a number of years. But I want you to know something that I'm at peace because I have loved and I have fully loved others and fully been loved. But I still want you to make me a promise. And I thought in my head, a little bit of a guilt trip, but okay, Grandma. <laughs> I had a high level of trust. Yes, Grandma, What? what is it? I want you to promise me that you'll take care of my granddaughter, which was me. And I promised. And she ended every single phone call that way that was one of her biggest gifts to me was to really reinforce that message in the highs and the lows of life to be my own best friend and I think that's one of the ways she was really able to thrive throughout her life because she learned how to do that in the highs and the lows to honor her processing to extend grace to herself to be her best friend And I can't tell you how many people I have run across, friends, strangers on a bus, (laughs) on the train, on a plane, or good, good friends, or even in my financial practice, sitting across the table from somebody that's just experienced incredible loss, and they're trying to breathe, and they're criticizing themselves because they don't know what to do. I have been able to share her wisdom with them And somehow, when I ask, I always ask permission. Can I share what my grandmother would say? We seem to all be able to hear a little bit easier grandma's wisdom. It doesn't feel as much like advice. (laughs) And they always say yes. And I remind them to treat themselves like their own best friend, to extend grace, to allow themselves time and space to process, and not try to just get over it. And the same thing in those highs in life, though sometimes we don't hear the message as well. It's really important to treat yourself like your best friend. So what I want us to do today is take just a moment, take a deep breath, and ask yourself, how can I be my best friend? How can I intentionally, purposely start to build that into my life? Those of you that are driving, um, don't close your eyes. <laughs> just kind of focus in and ask that question of yourself. Those of you who are able to close your eyes just for a moment, including our guests, take a deep breath and ask, how can I, at a little higher level, be a little extra kind to myself and become my best friend? Deep breath. Just kind of see... What word or ideas come up? And Michael Ann, do you mind sharing just one word that perhaps came to you? Kindness. Kindness. Yes. How about you, Cynthia? Space. Space. Allowing yourself space. Great. So kindness and space. Listeners, I encourage you as we get ready to go to commercial break to just kind of think about that and really write down a note or purposely look at how you can bring kindness into your life, support into your life, space into your life, something to help you become your own best friend so you can thrive. We look forward to talking to you in just a moment.
1: Your people are waiting for you.
4: Do you speak to have more impact and grow your business? Your people are waiting for you, waiting to hear your unique message. Learn to speak more effectively on The Speaker's Summit, a free summit designed for speakers like you. More info at thespeakersummit.com. Your people are waiting for you. Are you ready for them? Your people.
3: Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
1: You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1 346 9141. That's 1 346 9141. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to empowering women, transforming lives.
2: Welcome back, everyone. I hope you had an opportunity to really get still for a moment and listen and see what wisdom came forth that can help empower you to be your own best friend so that you can really thrive in those highs and lows in life and affect generations to come. The two words that we were sharing before we went to break were providing space to process and space in your life and really kindness being kind to yourself and with that I actually got a question from one of our listeners while we were on break and they were asking and well they were saying a couple of things when they were commenting that I always start the show with a, a personal story and a moment to pause and either set intentions or listen to our inner wisdom to really center ourselves. And the question was, is there a way that we can perhaps incorporate some of those things into our daily lives? And I would say absolutely. But it means Building a practice of doing that, really being intentional, looking at your calendar ahead and building that into your calendar because otherwise your day is going to run you and somehow that'll always end up off at the end of the day to the side as you're drifting off to sleep. Whereas if you can really build it intentionally and you know I'm just going to spend one minute or two minutes intentionally bringing something into my day or looking for something that can really help you thrive in life. So thank you so much, listener. I appreciate that. And Michael, Ann, I wanted to formally introduce you and then really pick your brain a little bit. As a habit specialist, and you have a really interesting background in this, I wanted to really get your insights as to how we can really thrive in our life. So, Michael Ann, I welcome you, and I want to just share a little bit about you. Michael Ann is a speaker, author, coach, and holistic therapist. She has a 30-year track record of bringing clients to a place of empowerment in a world of addiction recovery. Michael Ann, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you, Rebecca. Thanks for inviting me to come on today. My pleasure. I'm glad to have you. And I always like to start with understanding a little bit of your why. You know, why this work is important to you, why you're wanting to help people with habits. What what in that is important to you and really um, touched your heart to a point that you wanted to step forward in a bigger way and really impact people in the habit arena? Hmm. Well, you know,
5: many of us have very big plans about where we want to go and we have ideas about where things are going to lead and at some point um, I realized that I was focused on building a life that was going to be successful on the exterior level mm-hmm. but that I was not going to feel complete on the interior level. And that led me into a whole new direction of really working with the inside of me uh, first. Mm. And, and um, serendipitously, I was, I was led to working in addiction treatment facilities and working particularly, I started with women who were just lost around drug and alcohol use and relationships and a lot of other things. And it seemed like a natural fit with something in me that wasn't—I wasn't that far gone, but I had had those kind of experiences, and I really related to them and their pain.
2: And just a, a question on that, because I think there are a lot of daily activities or habits that that we can have that perhaps aren't to the extreme of an addiction or I wouldn't consider it an addiction, um, what are kind of the differences between an addiction type of thing versus a habit kind of thing or or is is there a difference? Well, I suppose
5: on the medical level, there would be considered a a difference. Um, Addiction having some kind of biochemical markers that can be seen but from a process level, I like to use a continuum as a model where we, we all have habits and most of our habits serve us. So on one end of the continuum, we have habits, all habits are routine behaviors, and, and they're in the background. But on the other end, the far end, where a habit has become so extreme that it's very life destructive, I would put addictions on that end. But in most cases, most of us are somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. And what might be a problem for you might not be a problem for me so I'm really passionate about helping women who have defined something that isn't working for them, whether somebody else wants to call it an addiction or whatever they want to call it, that each person can define for herself what it is that's really a place where she's stuck and she wants to
2: move through whatever that behavior is. And I, I just- have another question on that because I hear this a lot when it comes to resolutions. You know, the beginning of the year, we can make a lot of resolutions and sometimes um, February, March comes along and it looks a lot like last February and March. We're, we're still kind <laughs> of in a similar place. And a phrase I will hear people use, they take a deep breath and they go, oh, it's just a bad habit. Do you have thoughts on that or suggestions about that, about resolutions, and maybe these these the terminology that we use about bad habits?
5: Um, well, um, the first thing I would say is most of the time when we make resolutions or we set a goal, we're looking at... Um, what i would i would say we're looking at the surface it's kind of like habits are like icebergs and only the very tip of that iceberg is on the surface where it can be seen and so a lot of us end up struggling because we're only dealing with what's visible and we're not really realizing that underneath that are a whole lot of invisible or hidden parts of that behavior that we haven't really Recognized, and that's where the barriers to change are.
2: Does that does that make sense? No, it does. It does that we're kind of looking at the tip of the iceberg rather than the bulk of it that's sometimes yeah. hidden or underneath. Um, and I've heard you talk about that phrase that we use a lot: bad habit, bad habit. And well, I know you have um, a beautiful opinion about that and take on that, and I'd just love for you to, to share it with us. Sure. Well, and
5: I want to draw from your story um, the beautiful modeling that your grandmother gave you about uh, being your own best friend. Because I was once asked, I was, I was at my bank, and I'd gotten to know the teller, and we were chatting, and she asked me, what's the most common habit that you come across. And I just immediately said, well, negative thinking. And that goes to something that we say about, I have a bad habit. A lot of times we joke about it. But in fact, when we say I have a bad habit, there's a connection to bad me. Mm. And There's a way that we then start to put ourselves down, and we're the the last thing we are is our own best friend. Um, Because we name the habit as bad, and it's so embedded in us. I mean, when this is happening, that then we start feeling that there's something wrong with us. I'm either doing something wrong, or something's wrong with me. And then that in itself becomes. A habit that doesn't serve. So I really try to encourage people to um, use their language in a kind way and to recognize that even joking about a bad habit is still a kind of worming in that negativity that really isn't helpful for turning it around. I'd rather say, uh, you have a habit that you want to say goodbye to.
2: Mm which feels kinder. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I I think that's um, really, really important because we are listening (laughs) to the things that we say and it's so important that we draw awareness to that and that we are kind in treating ourselves like our own best friend. And I know that you put together a wonderful gift for us today. So I would love if you could take just a moment and share with us what that is. Listeners, I want to remind you where to find that. So, again, if you look at our homepage there, our host page for the show, over on the right hand side, you'll see a column and it's in kind of a yellow orange writing. At the very top, you're going to see free show gifts. Click on that, it'll take you right to the page where you can access these wonderful gifts. And Michael Ann, I'd love to share with listeners about yours.
5: Gosh, I want to do that myself and see our free show gifts. (laughs) After Um, the show,
2: during the replay.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, um, you know this, but before I was a therapist and a coach around this topic, I was a journalist. So as a writer. So I've been a writer since I was ten years old. And I always had this idea that I had something in me that I wanted to write, and I know a lot of us have this desire to write. And so My New Baby is my ebook that I wrote, oh, over the, about three months in the latter part of last year. And then I talk about the bad habit thing that we do and a couple of other ways in which we drag ourselves down. So um, the title of this book is called, Do You Have a Habit or Does Your Habit Have You? Because when we, you know, sort of like saying I have a bad habit, what we're really saying is, wow, there is something that I'm doing, it has control over me, I don't have control over it, it's like it has me, It's it's in charge. And what we really want in our lives is to be in charge of, of, our, of our process, to be able to name what we want for our life and to not have these problems to kind of control how we feel. So in this book, I list five warning signs that you're stuck. Because a lot of times we know that we're stuck, but it's like, oh, well, there's nuances that's stuck. So the five warning signs give you some clues about what to look for, and then I add in there four things that you can do about it, just little tips about how to begin your journey toward healing.
2: Wonderful. Well, thank you, Michael Ann, so much for sharing about that and making that powerful tool available to each of us. (laughs) We are about to go to commercial break, so you can go and access those free gifts (laughs) if you want (laughs) during break. Uh, Michael Ann and listeners, um, again, on the right-hand side, you can click that button. Um, Enjoy all of the amazing free gifts our listeners have shared, and we look forward to talking to you in just another two minutes. Enjoy your break.
3: on facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on facebook at voice america empowerment
4: we all want peace we all desire a more meaningful life we work hard to achieve these things but at what avail the key is authentic living with andrea matthews Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Seventh Wave Network. Get ready to experience a more fulfilling lifestyle. Tune in to Direct Connect Empowerment with host Fee Mazanke. The show will feature guests who have changed their lives by using the Direct Connect coaching program or have worked with the same concepts that this program offers. By hearing how others have been transformed, you will be inspired to move forward. Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee Mazanke can be heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics.
3: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
1: You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or a comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to Rebecca at YourPurposeDrivenPractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives.
2: Welcome back, everyone. In our last segment, we were talking about habits and watching the language that we use around ourselves and really being kind in how we talk about habits and how we talk to ourselves. And actually, during break, I was sent an email from a listener. And Michael Ann, they were directing this question towards you. They wanted to know, can a bad habit serve a purpose? Well, sure. And how would Mm -hmm. you... (laughs) Yeah, I guess elaborate a little bit on that would be great.
5: (laughs) Well, um, uh, that goes to a saying that I got from a friend of mine. Uh, The obstacle is the path. Mm. So very often the one thing that we, you know, we call a bad habit, or the habit that is so perplexing to us, it actually can anchor us in what we need to work through in order to get to our next step in life. Hmm. So uh, one of the things, the other things that I talk about in the ebook is trying to get rid of something that you don't like, trying to get rid of that bad habit. Instead of embracing it in a way and really allowing yourself to ask, what is the function of this for me? What, how actually is this serving me? Not just in... A punishing way but in helping me really look at something I need to work through
2: mm. thank you thank you for sharing that I appreciate that a listener you. I hope that that was supportive of you and your question and then I wanted to introduce our next guest Cynthia Stott who is a success mindset expert and she wants to help and loves helping people get paid well for doing what they love. She's known as the money lady. And something unusual about her is that she actually used to work for the Federal Reserve Bank. And she analyzed monetary information and a million dollars could just be a rounding error. (laughs) So she has a very different perspective on money and how you look at things that she incorporates into all the work that she does. So, Cynthia, I welcome you to the show.
5: Great. Thank you, Rebecca.
2: I'm so glad to be here. And I know I touched on just a little bit of your background, but I'd love if you would share with our listeners why, why this work is important to you and actually what I'd love if you are okay with this and willing to share maybe some of your personal um, story or, or why stepping into this new direction you know becoming a, a mindset expert from the Federal Reserve is quite a change <laughs> and I'd love oh. if you could share maybe what brought that about why and um why this work is so important to you? So I guess the why you made the change and why the work is so important to you.
5: Hmm. Why I made the change and why it's so important to me. These are these are awesome questions. And um, the shift that made me look to my inner game and made me look at my mindset and made me look at how I was living my life was. A um, an unexpected event, and many of us have these. Whether it's a loss of a job or a divorce, or um, maybe a layoff, or um, there are a number of things that affect us and make us look at our life. And what happened to me was in 2004. Um, I was married to my college sweetheart, and we were we were truly soulmates. You know, we just absolutely loved each other, and um, it was amazing that so many people commented that we're, we were so close, and one person even said that she never thought that that kind of love was true. She thought it was only available in movies, I was <laughs> like, mm. wow, very, um, it's a very unusual and deep love. Well, in 2004, I went on a business trip and I came home, and my husband had died. He -hmm. died in his sleep. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge shift for me because at that moment, I realized oh my gosh, I. No matter what I do, I can find another husband and get married again, have children, whatever I want to do, but it will never be the same from this moment on. Mm -hmm. And I went to a a self-rediscovery workshop and the instructor there said, your life is a blank picture every day on which you draw and you can draw whatever you want. What do you want to draw today? And that was huge for me because I was going through a major identity crisis at the time. Who am I? What do I want? Even my name. You know, do I want to stick with my married name, Cynthia Stott? Or am I Cynthia Ricker, going back to my maiden name? I really didn't know. So that moment of... Who am I and what do I want? And having the invitation that I get to choose what I want, wow, that was huge for me because at the time I was, and many people don't believe this, they think I'm exaggerating, (laughs) but it's absolutely true, I was a total scaredy cat. I had four strong phobias that affected me on a daily basis. In fact, I was so afraid of, of bugs and spiders in particular, I would never even open the dictionary and the encyclopedia because I was afraid I would touch a picture of a spider. And so I was really had really strong phobias and so the picture I wanted to draw was of me being not afraid. I didn't know what it would look like, but I wanted to not be afraid. So that's really where I started to look on the inside and um, and to really see a shift.
2: Thank you for sharing that. I um, remember when Cindy, you shared some of your story with me, and one of the thoughts that I you shared with me that ran through your mind, you know, as you're processing, you're grieving, you're crying. It was like. Ah! Who's going to take care of my spiders now? <laughs> and, uh, I love that moment because it's just so human and so real. And, and all the different emotions you're processing at that moment that that little fear and almost that um, Realness, and I have to now have a new way to deal with spiders even. <laughs> um, I was it changes to the scared. view. <laughs> exactly. Which, and it felt a little absurd, but it was still a real thought and a real part, part of the process. So I, I really appreciate you um, sharing that with us and sharing kind of that pivotal point for you. So do you mind sharing just a moment? I know we've used this term, success mindset expert and money lading." What, what does that mean? So what is it that you do now? That you've stepped well, into this place where you're not afraid?
5: Hmm. Well, I first had to work into a place where I wasn't afraid. and um, And what I realized through that is that What really matters is what's on the inside, and then that affects the outside, that if we can change how we think about things, the things actually change in reality, and I was experiencing that, and then I went deeper into that and got training in how to um, change and upgrade beliefs and then develop my own process that went deeper and deeper to really release the emotional charge from past traumatic events, and through that process, I grew stronger and stronger, and um, although one of my phobias was um, the fear of heights, I was able to do a 17-story bungee jump and loved it.
2: And I love that, because... Sometimes we fear things that we don't know, and then we discover we love them when we're willing to face or release that fear and try them. I love that.
5: Absolutely. That actually happened for me about selling because I, you know, I, I, I wasn't sales in college and stuff like that. Like, I worked at Macy's. and um, But selling was not the thing I wanted to do. And so I went into government work, you know, for 18 years. Mm-hmm. You don't have to market. You don't have to sell. Mm-hmm. And so when I needed to sell my product, wow, that was scary. And and now I love sales conversations and making offers and hearing offers. And, and I can actually get giddy about selling. So it's <laughs> the
2: shift that can happen I love it and then I'd love if you would share with us I'm thinking twofold I'm processing my my question here I guess two things I'll just say what I would love to know I would love to know one can you really help people can you help someone get paid well for their passion Mm-hmm. And then secondly, how does that tie into your gift?
5: The free gift?
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, oh, absolutely, awesome. Well, well, yeah, it, it really ties into that, and the free gift really came about um, from a client that, um, yeah, so how, how to how to engineer this here about talking about it, but but in the end, it was about how if she had made a shift in her mindset, she could either double her income or have the same income in half the time. So it's all about that. <laughs> so those well, things go together well.
2: Exactly. And what I'd like to do, because we are getting ready to go to commercial break, and I want to make sure you get an opportunity to share um with a little more room about your free gift. Um, So I'd like you to hold your thought if you don't mind. And when we come back, so listeners, what you'll get to hear about when we come back is Cynthia's amazing gift. And I would love if Cynthia, you would be okay sharing just a little bit of the story of why you created this and how it can help others. So with that, everyone enjoy your break and we'll look forward to talking to you in just two minutes.
3: up to your fullest potential this is the voice america empowerment channel want more positivity in your life Are you ready to get healthy, happy, and energized? Join the Stella Donna Goddess Gals, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, for a power hour of stimulating, supportive conversation on Star Style. Be the star you are. A lineup of best-selling authors, celebrities, and experts. Join the effervescent mother-daughter dynamic duo in this upbeat, positive, life-changing talk radio playground star style be the star you are wednesdays 4 to 5 p.m pacific 7 to 8 p.m eastern on the voice america empowerment channel lend us your ears it's power time
4: Surprise you.
3: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world.
1: You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 188-346-9141. You may also send an email to Rebecca at your purpose Now back to empowering women, transforming lives.
2: Welcome back, everyone. We've been talking about how to be thriving in your life and throughout your life and how to impact future generations. And some of what we've talked about is creating a spaciousness in your life and being kind in how you talk to yourself. I love, Cynthia, how you were sharing that blank page and really thinking about who am I and what do I want to be? Who do I want to be? What do I want to do? And really facing those questions and discovering that. And Michael and I appreciate your reminder to be kind and and be careful of the languaging that we use as we talk to ourselves and about ourselves. So thank you. And as I... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say thank you. (laughs) My pleasure. (laughs) And... Cynthia, I wanted to make sure that we gave you an opportunity to answer that twofold question that I asked you just before break. <laughs> and would love for you to talk about how people can get paid well for their passion and how that ties into your free gift. Great. So, how,
5: you know, you asked, can I really help someone get paid for their mm-hmm. passion or get past being stuck? In when they are in their passion work um, and getting paid well for it. So one of my clients was trying to put together her program for about six months, and she was just languishing and couldn't just couldn't get it together. She knew she had all the training she needed. She knew that she had everything technical in place, but for some reason she just couldn't move forward. And so she worked with me to look on her inner game to see if she might be standing in her own way. And when when we worked together, the first um, the first time we released about seven, I think it was seven um, events in her past um, in her life. When she, mostly when she was a child, we released the charge around those, and by releasing that in the next week, she was able to put her entire program together. Hmm. And then she worked with me for for three weeks in a row, and by the third week, she actually didn't have any more past events to release. That was interesting, at least for that layer of the onion. And um, she had calendared her program. People were starting to sign up, and within a month, her program was full.
2: And with that share the title i just love the title of your free gift and if you could explain um, really quickly what it is so people can go click on that link and uh, get access to your powerful powerful gift
5: awesome it's called are you allergic to success and i think that that just And there's a sneezing lady on the cover. And so some people think, well, that's kind of strange. A sneezing lady, is this about healthcare? But no, it's about your business. So one of my clients that inspired this, I walked into her office. She's a healthcare worker. And she was sneezing like eight times in a row. And I was like, what is going on? And she said, I'm stressed. (laughs) I was like, why? She said, that, you know, I just got too much to do. Got somebody in the waiting room and somebody in the eye room and somebody in this room, and both my treatment rooms are full and someone's waiting. And she was totally stressed, and her body was responding by making her sneeze. And when I looked at that situation, I saw success. I saw a thriving practice where she had. Both of her treatment rooms full. Someone waiting in the waiting room, even for just five or ten minutes. I saw that as a thriving practice, but she didn't. And in fact, in order to avoid this stressful situation and the sneezing fit, she had gone about um, only filling her first treatment room, trying to keep her second treatment room empty so that if someone came in early or was late, she'd have a buffer zone to put them into the treatment room and really only used it as a fallback. Mm-hmm. And by changing her perception around that from stress to success, she could actually double her income or else make the same income and half the time and have
2: more time to spend on herself and with her family and friends. And so does this free gift help them go from stress to success or kind of what does it help them do? Well,
5: it number one helps with the awareness, which is really the first step Mm to making a change is being aware. Do I have a success allergy? Is, Is that what's holding me back or is it these other things that I see outside of myself that are out of my control? Well, the key is most times what the difficulty is it's, it's always come from our inside. And if we can shift and change that, even the outside thing will start to look better. So it's really about helping you to identify if you might have a, a, a success allergy and then to take you to the, the fourth most effective steps that you can take if you do in order to get um, to the other side of it. But it's primarily a... Um, I guess it was it's a diagnosis tool if we use the All success it. allergy yeah. <laughs> item to diagnose if you have might have a success allergy and how you might go about
2: um curing it. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing and making that available. Again, listeners, um, just look on that right-hand side column. At the top, you're going to see radio show gifts, free gifts. Click on that. It'll take you directly to the amazing gifts that our guests have generously made available today. And I wanted to let you know what's coming up. So next week on Wednesday, 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, we're going to have two powerful guests that will really be helping you learn how to play to your natural strengths and discover your money code. We have Naomi Tickle who is an international speaker and career consultant. And she is an expert and known around the world for her face reading skills and how that ties into your innate abilities. And then Vinka Hart will be sharing about her money code system and how some of the biggest and most powerful lessons that she's learned from that because together all of us are going to help you learn how to become a star in your own life. So we do hope that you'll join us next week. It's going to be a powerful show. And I just wanted to share a last thought with all of you today. We have talked about some wonderful ways to create spaciousness and kindness in our lives to really become our own best friend so that we can thrive throughout our life. And I just want to remind you that what my grandmother said, and again, she didn't have a huge database, a thousand friends on Facebook, LinkedIn. She didn't even know about Facebook. (laughs) And she has impacted thousands and thousands of women throughout my life. And they have shared her wisdom with the people that they know. She's created a powerful ripple effect that she saw a little bit in her lifetime. But it's continuing beyond that. And now all of you know about my Grandma Quinn and her wisdom about being extra kind to yourself in those highs in life, in the lows in life. And I want to ask you to make a promise to me. Because life is fleeting. It moves very quickly. There's not a reserved one of you in the background that if you don't step out in the way your gift, it's going to take your spot. You are the gift. To each and every one of us. Your, your greatest asset. The greatest gift. And what I would like you to promise me. And my grandma. Is that you. Will take care of yourself. That you will be willing. To build into your life ways to be your best friend. Allowing yourself to process. Time and space. And kindness and grace. To process things on a cellular level so that you can bloom where you're planted and shine. We look forward to talking to you next week.
1: Thank you for joining us this week for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider, next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a beautiful week and may you always bloom where you're planted and shine.